Reforming society, repairing your mentality, restoring your life. This is The Revolutionized Mind. Sorry guys, just had to take a quick shot of tequila. You'll know why very soon. I have never been more nervous to release an episode, but I've also never been more excited. So, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of The Revolutionized Mind. You're in for a real treat today. So I did not plan to do this, it just kind of happened. I had a few guests lined up for Pride Month, which unfortunately scheduling just didn't really work out. And between that and personal feelings, it just kind of felt like a sign. And I decided that it's time that I share my story with this. Nobody knows that I'm releasing this, so it's going to come across as a huge surprise other than my boyfriend, because I needed some kind of support. I was like, I don't know if I should do this. What are your thoughts? What do you think people are going to say? Like, I'm so scared. And God bless him, the sweetest soul alive. He was like, you know what, Jal, if you think you're ready, go for it. We'll deal with whatever reactions as they come. But just know that you have my full support. And I'm so proud of you for wanting to do this. So thank God that he responded the way that he did because I kept going back and forth on whether I should or shouldn't do this and that just kind of gave me that push that I needed and I said to him that, you know, being Pride Month, I've seen so many people share their stories and other people comment that that has really helped them or that's what they needed to hear that day in order to feel more themselves or get the courage to maybe tell someone in their family, whatever it may be, so... Me being scared and holding back this side of myself kind of contributes to those fears in other people and those stereotypes that we still see in society. So I was like, you know what, Jal? Just just fucking do it. Like, <laughs> the people who love you are going to support you no matter what. I'm not responsible for other people's beliefs of me. I'm only responsible for myself and how I choose to live my life and hopefully impact others in a positive way. So... This is a really tough decision for me, uh, especially to put this out there. My family doesn't know, and this was one of the things that we struggled with as a family um, because my parents especially just feared of what other people would think about me or our family if they knew this side of me. And this is all still in the back of my mind as I'm recording this right now, and when I release this, I'm going to be shitting my pants, so scared, but... If I can use my story to help break down those negative beliefs that are still, still so prominent in our world today, then I want to do that. I want to be vulnerable. I want to put myself out there. No matter how scary it is or how much I fear of what people are going to say, me being authentically myself and sharing my true story is at the core of this podcast. So It would just be a disservice to myself, to all the listeners, if I'm feeding into these negative beliefs that I'm trying so hard to change. So with all this being said, I wanted to share my pride story on episode 20 of The Revolutionized Mind.
This is something that very few people know about me and something that I was super ashamed of for a very long time. Something that caused me a lot of distress and something that really impacted my family. But it was also a huge turning point in my life in the best way possible. And that's why today I want to share my story in the only way that I know how, through honesty, sarcasm, and swearing. I find that this is really the only way that I can get any of my points across, so please just bear with me. I am a tad bit aggressive at times, I'm very aware of that. But I was in a relationship with a woman for almost two years. And as I say this out loud, I can hear my parents in my ear saying, Jell, shut up. What are you doing? Like, stop. What is your family going to think about this? What are your cousins going to say? What are your aunts and uncles going to say? What if your grandmothers find out? Blah, 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 blah. And I just want to respectfully say, I don't give a single fuck at all. And this was one of the main concerns that my parents and my family had when they first found out about this, was the extended family, was other people in society, was gel, like people are going to look at you different. People are going to look at us different. You can't do that. That was really tough because here I was at the time, super, super happy in this relationship, what I wanted. I wanted to be myself. I wanted people to know I was so sick and tired of hiding it. But I always had this fear in the back of my mind of what are people going to say? How are people going to look at me? What are people going to call me? What are they going to label me? And growing up in a European traditional household, these things were instilled in us as children. And I by no means want to blame my parents or my grandparents or anything because, I mean, unfortunately, that's kind of how they grew up. That's what was told to them by their parents and what was told to them by their parents and were the norms in society back then. And these thoughts and beliefs have been carried through generations and are the cause for so many of the issues that we still see today in society, not just in the LGBTQ community, but racial injustices, gender inequality, political issues, and so much more. While I don't blame them for having these reactions and for making us fear of what people will think of us all the time, I just think the most important part of all of that is being open to change. Understanding that there are beliefs and norms outside of your own that are perfectly acceptable and should be welcomed, should be included, should be embraced by all. And as much as people say, you know, like, I'm an ally, I support this, I don't mind it, when you're actually in the midst of it, you see people's true colors. You see beyond those, yeah, I support you. They can say that, but do their actions really support what they're saying? A lot of the times they don't. And this is what I found the hardest. And I realize I'm just kind of babbling now. I haven't even told my story. So let's backtrack a little bit. I have always personally been interested in men. I've been in relationship with guys. I would have considered myself straight. I don't know if this was 
because I felt like I had to or because that's what I really felt. I genuinely can't answer that. And this relationship kind of started out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. I was probably the most confused I've ever been at the beginning of this. And basically, long story short, I knew that I started developing feelings for this woman because they were different than the feelings I had towards a female friend. And I could sense that. I fully knew that inside my soul, inside my heart, this was different. And this being the first time that I've ever, ever felt this way for a girl, I was very confused. I was shocked. I didn't know if these were real or what was going on. Like, I honestly did not know. But I knew that it was a positive thing. That was the only thing I could conclude, was that I liked how she made me feel. I liked who I was when I was with her. We had a really great relationship. I mean, fast forward, things just didn't work out, and that's fine. I'm fully happy in a relationship with my boyfriend right now. Love him to death. But I really wanted to share this part of me because I feel like a lot of people, specifically that I know, come from these European households with these traditional beliefs or just know what it's like in society and maybe they're scared to admit that they might have these feelings or questioning themselves and I just want to fucking scream like just be you like everything that I went through taught me so much about myself about other people about my family about my friends about society social media like literally everything And so basically, when I first started feeling these things, the only person that knew, I went to one of my best friends who's been on this podcast before. It was Carly. I went to her first because she is very open and welcoming. And in my mind, she was the only person I had in that situation, in that moment, to tell her about what I was feeling. And not that I didn't trust my other friends or my other family, it was just... I needed to tell someone what I felt and I needed some kind of reassurance. Like, is this normal? Should I be feeling this way? Should I be ashamed? Should I distance myself from her so this doesn't go any further? And I mean, love her. Her reaction was amazing. She was like, Jal, like, listen to yourself. Listen to your heart when you're with her, when you're without her. What is it telling you? This is not something that has to go public right away, she said, but if it's something that's making you happy and you know in your heart that this is someone you want to pursue something with and be with, then go for it. And I remember she said that the fear of what other people think should not be holding you back. Do what's best for you. And that meant so much to me. I mean, I knew she was going to support me because she's amazing, but it was just the first person I told and I needed reassurance and support, which is exactly what I got. And it stayed a secret for quite some time. Over the next couple of months, I slowly started telling my closest friends, just the five girls in my friend group, they were the only ones who knew. And none of these announcements were really planned. It was just kind of when I felt the need to tell them and say, listen, this is what's going on. And I was overwhelmingly supported by all of them saying like, 
you seem so much more yourself, like whatever makes you happy, we're not going to judge you. Like if you're happy with a woman, then so be it. Like we can't wait to meet her and all these positive things that were so, so amazing. And that support really, really saved me. It did because when things were tough, I knew I actually had people to go to who knew the situation I was in, who knew the struggles I was facing based on how my family didn't know or how people in public didn't know there was only a handful of us who were aware. And I specifically remember texting my roommates one day because, well, I honestly figured that they already knew because she was over all the time and would sleep over and stuff like that. And I thought there was just this weird tension about it and I just had to come out and say it. And I did. And they were shocked. Taken, I also went to high school with my roommate, so I've known them for a long time. They knew I'd been with guys. And they were like, Jal, we just thought you guys were really good friends. Like, what the hell? But they were so supportive. They were like, oh my God, like, I wish I knew sooner. I'm so sorry that, like, you felt uncomfortable and had to hide it, like, in your own home. Uh, but they were like, thank you so much for telling us. We love both of you. We just want you guys to be happy. That was a huge relief because hiding it at my home or in my student house was really, really hard because I had nowhere to be me. And I was constantly worried about being with her in public or giving any sort of sign to people that we might have been together. Like I was so anxious and defensive. And I mean, that in itself put a huge strain on the relationship, which I know was not easy for either of us, but I was just not ready to come out with it in public. And she respected that, which was great, but I know it was very difficult on her. And one thing that I just wanted to talk about in this episode is that when I told everyone, my friends, my roommates, and further my family, but we'll get into that momentarily, just the first question people ask you or people asked me was, so, like, are you bisexual? Are you a lesbian? Do you only like girls? Like, what are you? And this question would just make me laugh because I had no idea how to respond to it. And it's one of those things where, like, you don't realize it until it happens to you because I was like, ew, like, I don't, I don't need a label. Don't label me. I said, I don't know what I am. Like, yes, I've always liked guys. I've been with guys. But right now, I like a girl and I'm dating a girl. I said, I still, I wouldn't call myself like, I don't know what I am. Like, I said, can I just rephrase that and say I'm open? Like, I'm open to different experiences with different people. I'm not just straight one way. But I just like don't know what to call myself. And I think people are so consumed by the label, which in all seriousness, I was the exact same without having any experience of this in my own life. I would often think the same of other people. You know, if I would see this girl on Instagram that I've known for a long time post a picture with another girl, I'd be like, oh, so is she bi? Is she a lesbian? What is she? And now after having that experience, it allowed me to just take a step back and be like, stop assuming things like not everything needs a label. So I really wanted to emphasize that in this episode because people are just free to be with whoever they want to be. If they are happy, if they are not hurting anyone, 
leave them the fuck alone. Don't make them feel uncomfortable. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. That is the end of that rant. It's dropped on the daily. We become so numb to what we're saying. A culture founded from oppression. Yet we don't have acceptance for them. Call each other baggots behind the keys of a message board. A word rooted in hate. Yet our genre still ignores it. Gay is synonymous with the lesser. It's the same hate that's caused wars from religion. Gender to skin color. The complexion of your pigment. The same fight that led people to walkouts and sit-ins. It's human rights for everybody. There is no difference. Live on and be yourself. Sorry, there was absolutely no structure to this episode, so I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, and I hope you're following me, and I hope I'm getting my point across still. And there is a reason why Same Love by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis are playing in between parts of this episode, because the lyrics and the message of the song are truly amazing, and if you really take a second to listen to it and Put yourself in the shoes of any member of the LGBTQ plus community or any minority in whatever sense. It really just makes you see things differently. So there's a reason why it's playing. I didn't just randomly add those. But long story short, I was with her for about a year before I decided to tell my family. And this was for several reasons. First of all, I was terrified of their reactions. I didn't want to actually come out with it or put them through that unless I was absolutely certain that, you know, I was going to be with this girl for a long time and that was what I truly wanted and something that I would be okay with at that point, my family knowing about me. And this obviously took some time. I wanted to be sure of myself in the relationship I wanted to be sure of myself outside of the relationship. And there were a lot of ups and downs throughout the entirety of it. But at one point, I had decided that I wanted to tell my parents. And I mean, I had created several master plans in my head of who I would tell, how I would say it, how I would approach each individual. I come from a family of six. There's a lot of us. So I had to kind of think about how to go about it. And it didn't work out that way. Things kind of came up. I told people in different orders than I had planned in my head, different ways. And the reactions were not what I expected. This was a very tough time for me mentally. Um, I can't even really explain it as I'm trying to put this into words. I'm finding it a lot tougher than I thought it would be. Um, Before I get into any of these details, I just want to be clear that this was very new for all of us. It was completely new for me, completely new for my parents, my siblings, my friends, and a lot came with that. None of this is meant to sound negative or or that I'm calling out any of my family members for how they reacted because I think there were things that we all could have improved upon. It was just kind of how the cards were dealt, how we faced them, and what came out of that. Basically, my mom was really hurt that it took me so long to tell her, and that I was keeping this secret for so long, and she was so upset that I felt like I couldn't come talk to her or that I was intentionally keeping 
this major thing from her. And no matter how hard I tried to explain to her that it wasn't personal, it was just what I had to do for me. She wasn't really getting that. And we didn't really talk for some time. Every time we did, we were fighting. It was just a really tough time for me because from my point, I was saying all this stuff like, you know, I didn't want to put you through this. If it wasn't going to last, I had to be sure. I wasn't even certain if that was something that I wanted. Therefore, I, I didn't want to tell you guys to to put you through this or to even have these perceptions of me if this was going to end tomorrow. So I was just trying to emphasize that and then to counter her point of saying like, why didn't you come to me sooner? I just kept saying like, I grew up in this household that bashed the LGBTQ community, that would make comments when we saw people out in the streets, that never allowed an open and safe space to even talk about something like this. So me bawling my eyes out saying like, how could you even expect me to come to you with this when we've never had an opportunity to do so or a safe opportunity to do so? I was so scared. And this is not in any way to hurt my mom or my parents or my family. I just think that this is such... A reality for so many people and the one thing that I would say to just explain my entire experience was that you don't understand it until it happens to you and there were so many stages you know the beginning the confusion of is this real is this something that I should pursue is this something that I should tell other people about because internally I have all these thoughts and perceptions about what people are going to say about me how the world is going to treat me, what opportunities I'm going to lose if people find out about who I choose to be with, which none of those things are fucking true. But it's what personally, and I know a lot of us, grew up to believe to be true. That's why there's just so much power in this generation. We weren't happy with the world that we inherited. This world filled with prejudice, discrimination, biases, you fucking name it. It's bullshit. It's not inclusive. It's not diverse. It is so one-sided and so, so hurtful to so many people. And we can change that. Going back to my family, each family member kind of had a different reaction that took me some time to work through each one. But I guess to bubble up what the general consensus was, was that, you know, they all supported me. If I was happy, then that's all that mattered. But I didn't have to tell anybody, they said. If they knew, the family knew, they would support us. But, you know, like, keep it off social media. Don't tell your extended family. Don't let other people find out. Just, just keep it here for now. And that reaction, while I understand it, because coming from my parents being the protectful people that they are, they want to protect us from the world. They don't want people talking shitty about us. They don't want people treating us differently. But being instilled with that fear is the problem, or one of the main problems. There are many problems. 
There is this amazing island analogy that Glennon Doyle makes in her book, Untamed. If I haven't preached about it enough on my social media, I think every single person should read Untamed. It is a phenomenal book about just self-empowerment, doing what you need to do for you. But about the island, she talks about how she ended up divorcing her husband and fell in love with a woman. And like me and many others, she was terrified to tell her very religious family. And she told a story about when she called her mom and she told her about it, and her mom was very upset. Her mom took some time to herself before she came back to Glennon and her girlfriend at the time, Abby, and said that she was going to try it. She was going to give them a shot. And Glennon responded to her mom by saying that her, Abby, and Glennon's kids were on this island, and it was a love island. Everybody was happy. Everybody was content. They were all who they wanted to be. And she had said to her mom that you can't come on our island with your fears because we don't have any fears. Our kids don't have any fears. They love us for who we are. And they'll see your fear if you come here. So we don't want you here unless you are truly, truly ready to accept us and to support us. Because we don't need outside judgment. We know that we are happy. We know that we are in love. And nobody can touch us on our love island. And this is something that I have never been able to relate to more. And I really wanted to tell this analogy in this episode because it's a common reaction from a lot of parents. Whether they're mad about the actual situation of their child being in a same-sex relationship, whether that bothers them, whether they're scared of what other people will think, whether they're mad about the secrecy that was involved, whatever it may be, this is common. And it's vulnerable. I am clearly giving details about my life and my family's life that a lot of people will never admit, will never talk about openly. And I know my mom's going to listen to this, and I was very scared to release this part of the episode because I understand why that was her reaction. But with the maturity and growth that I have, that she's now had, that our family's had because of this, I know for me, I can look back and say, like, there was positive improvement here. And I've also said, you know, like, put my family through this. And by that, I just wanted to clarify that I mean the heavy emotional side that comes with it. And although that shouldn't really be a factor, it still very much is a part of our reality in society today, that there's this emotional weight that comes with it, not even for the individual in the same-sex relationship or whatever their relationship is, for the family members, for the friends, for whoever's involved. Why? I couldn't tell you. But that is where we're at right now. And I don't think we can jump from point A to Z. We need to break it down. And in order to get there, we need to have these tough conversations. We need to be honest about these reactions that are so common for so many people. And in order to ensure that members of the LGBTQ plus community get the support and resources that they need to love themselves, love their partners, whatever it is, we need to address this emotional weight that's tied to the people around the person in question. 
So I just think this analogy is incredible, but really gives me and hopefully you a visual of this individual who is in love with whoever the fuck it is on their own island, not worrying about what anybody else thinks because they are themselves, they love themselves, they are happy with where they're at. And there's these people off the island that have their opinions, have their beliefs, and the only way for them to get onto that island is to fully accept them as they are. And fully, in all caps, all bolded, all highlighted. If my own family was so ashamed for other people to see me for who I was because of how it would reflect who they were, who I was, then they didn't really support me. And although they said we supported you, I could tell through their actions it was uncomfortable. And that's fair. It was something that nobody in our family has ever experienced or gone through. It was a first for all of us. So to see a girl with another girl or to hear about it was uncomfortable for them, was scary, was abnormal compared to what we're used to. And that's fair. I knew that was going to come. Obviously, it was a change. And I would repeatedly say that, say, I know it's different. And I would always come back to the one thing that I've been dating this girl for a year now. And I'm still me. Have you guys noticed anything different about who I am, what I do? They would obviously say no. And I would say exactly. So this doesn't change who I am. I said, if anything... I am more me than I've ever been. And that's just because this relationship taught me so much. And it allowed me to just embrace my truest feelings and to be comfortable with what my mind or body or heart is trying to tell me. And not to be scared of what your thoughts might be telling you about what other people might say about you or how people will treat you different. And I think my friends, like the people that were closest to me throughout the entire journey, we, we all grew together. It was something that none of us had any experience with. And I think they all grew to become more accepting and, you know, change certain vocabulary that was offensive or stereotypes that we all have ingrained in us for one reason or another. But having this direct experience really changed us. And same goes for my family. I know this kind of brief example that I shared about my family's reaction might sound negative. And although it was for quite some time, I think it did really change our perspectives and beliefs on a lot of things. I think my parents came more open to the idea of same-sex relationships, of people in the LGBTQ plus community being just like everybody else. You know, being aware of how you talk, how you behave, how you think, and holding each other accountable. If somebody says something or implies something, call them out. And I know that's something that has really improved in our own family, which is something I'm very grateful for because, you know, during that year that they didn't know when comments were made, I was so scared to call them out or I had to leave my house so many times because 
things like that's so gay is so hurtful. And I've seen so many improvements in every single one of my family members over the last couple of years, which I am so, so grateful for. And like I said earlier in the episode, I am currently with a man who I love so much and who I'm so happy with. So this isn't really a topic of discussion in my household currently, but I think for the future moving forward, knowing that I've been through this, that my siblings can feel comfortable if this ever happened to them, that my cousins can feel comfortable if they ever feel anything like this, and that my friends know that I'm an ally. If they start to get these feelings, they can come to me and I can relate to them and maybe give them advice based on what I've gone through. And I think just actually coming forward and sharing this part of me will hopefully allow others to relate to me on this new level that was not previously known to the majority of people. And I think I could do further episodes more in depth about reactions from my family and friends and how everybody responded to me, how I felt during it, some of the really hard times that I went through mentally. And I mean, I'll be honest, there was a lot of negative coping mechanisms used during that time. And I think I could get into depth with all that. But for the purpose of this episode, I really, I think, just had to get this off my chest and let people into this new space or whatever because although I wouldn't label myself anything or God knows what the fuck you would call it, I don't know, but I would consider myself a member of the LGBTQ plus community. And I'm an ally. I'm somebody who understands what it's like to be in a same-sex relationship, to deal with the social issues that come with it, to deal with personal struggles because of it. And although I was never fully out at the time of my relationship, I'm ready for people to see me in that way now. And that is just that I'm a proud person to be me, to be authentically me. And that can change on a day-to-day basis. But I've learned to just stay so true to my thoughts and feelings and to accept things as they come and to not be scared, but to just Try to understand it and don't run away from them. Just allow them to come in. And if it makes you feel good, then go for it. You really do not have to explain yourself to anybody at all. If you are happy, if you are in love, if you love your life, don't be scared of what people are going to think. Because at the end of the day, all you have is you. And all we have is this life which we don't even know the timeline of that, what each day will consist of. So use that uncertainty to your advantage. Be whoever the fuck you want to be today because you never know what tomorrow will bring. And if you can make every day count by honoring your true self and loving the person that you are, then in my opinion, you are doing life right. I'm so sorry. This has been such an all over the place episode. I don't even know if I covered everything I wanted to talk about, but thank you for listening to my story. 
Um, as I said, I am very, very scared. As I've been recording this, I've taken a few shots of tequila, and that's just because I've had to hype myself up. I like was listening to loud rap music before I recorded this to pump myself up. I, you would think that I was going to some massive rave, but I am so happy that I'm doing this because I feel like it's something that I've tried so hard to hide and not let people see, but I'm so fucking done with that. This is a huge part of who I am. It changed the way that I saw myself, other people, the way that I treated other people. And it's something that I think everybody should experience. Just have a fucking open mind. Don't be close-minded to things. If you feel something, go for it. If you want to try something, do it. If it doesn't make you feel good, then you don't have to do it again. But if it does, then why would the thoughts of people in society that don't love you, don't care for you, impact the decisions that you make? I am bolding and highlighting this in my head. The people who love you will love and support you no matter what. And if you don't have anyone because your family or friends don't support the LGBTQ community, I am somebody that you can always come to. And I would love to be that shoulder to lean on, that person you need to vent to, maybe give advice if I can, whatever it is. You are truly never alone. There are so many people who want to be there for you. And to end off this episode, I did just want to say to the girl who I was in love with, although things didn't work out between us, I just want to say thank you for teaching me so much and for being my best friend, for allowing me to really discover who I wanted to be and what life I wanted to live. I don't think I ever would have done any of this if it wasn't for her. And I truly wish her all the best with everything she does in this life. She's an amazing person who deserves the world. So thank you for helping me find myself. And I'm sorry that it took me so long to be okay with this part of me and who I am. But I'm finally ready to share this and to be unapologetically myself. (sighs) That was a lot. (laughs) Wow. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this. Um, I think we're going to leave it there for today. If you are not already, please subscribe to the show it helps so much and if you could kindly leave a rating and a review follow me on instagram follow me on tiktok engage with my content it really helps to grow my platform and shows me that people care and are listening which means the world to me so i hope you all enjoy the rest of your day i know this is going to come as a shock to a lot of people so use this as a message to remind yourself to always be kind because you never know what somebody's going through and to just live your best fucking life, whatever that means to you. I'll see you next week. Press play, don't press pause. Progress, march on. With the veil over our eyes, we turn our back on the cause. Till the day that my uncles can be united by law. And kids are walking around the hallway, plagued by pain in their heart. A world so hateful, some would rather die than be who they are. And a certificate on paper isn't gonna solve it all, but it's a damn good place to start. No law is gonna change us. 
we have to change us. Whatever God you believe in, we come from the same one. Strip away the fear, underneath it's all the same love. About time that we raise.